Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy Eric Ballinger, and this is my Grow Daily Leaks. Keep it live. Cool. Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are watching this from. This is another episode of Grow Daily Meets, growdaily.co.uk. And today we are joined with singer, songwriter, extremely talented brother, goes by the name of Eric Bellinger. Thank you, bro. What's Eric, good? first and foremost, appreciate being able to have your time today. No problem. Um, and thank you very much for allowing us to talk to you on this platform. No so to give you a brief rundown, a brief summary of what we're about on this platform, it is a platform for personal development and growth. It is a platform for people to come to and take the gems from elite performers for them to go on and live their life how they want to live it okay. on their terms. Okay. And it's a platform to get behind brands, so not necessarily into the music, but more so into the person that creates the music. Okay. So um, firstly, <coughs> let's, let's dive straight in. Um, with listening to your music over the last few years and really starting to understand the person behind it, it's very evident to anyone who listens to your music that there is a deep human being behind it. It isn't coming from a shallow place. There is definitely a lot more than seen on surface. Mm-hmm. What would you say your purpose is? What would you say your whole goal is for music and your whole purpose within life? Yeah. I know that's a deep question to, yeah, to start mean, off with, but let's get into it. Yeah, um, I definitely feel like my purpose is just to be the light in the in the darkness, in the midst of the darkness, you know, with all of the different things um, going on in a culture, all the different things that this generation faces. Um, you know, it's a lot of negative vibes out there. You know what I mean? It's a lot of drugs. It's a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Just crazy stuff going on. And I just like to, you know, be the example for the young generation. I feel like there's no real example. I feel like it's just, you know, as far as in a positive light, you know, from everything from my music, you know, being, you know, positive, more so uplifting queens, from my marriage, from my family, from my son, from my entrepreneurship, from my independent um, label, ownership, founder, from, you know, everything that I do is just an example to show people that there's another alternative route to success. Mm. You know? how, how important would you say the entrepreneurship trait is within the music industry? Uh, well, now I think it's the most important, you know, for the longest I've been questioning myself, you know, if I should be an independent artist or if I should sign to a major label, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of different things that I'm missing out on, you know, because I don't have a big corporation behind me. I don't have a big machine behind me. When I put out a single, you know, they're not going to just immediately pay for radio spins. They're not going to pay for video placements. They're not going to play for the Jimmy Kimmel look for me. They're not going to pay for, you know, the, 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 the Saturday Night Live, you know, spot. So, you know, I have to think about alternative you know, routes as far as marketing goes. You know, a lot of my stuff is more creative, mm-hmm. you know, than dollar signs, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I, I go back and forth with it a lot, but I think now with the streaming where it's at and the um, technology and the different outlets on social media for artists like SoundCloud, like YouTube and, you know, platforms like Twitter and Facebook to be able to promote to your fan base instantly, you know, I think it's it's really dope to be able to own, you know, and have ownership of 100% of everything that I do. Would you say, obviously now you've made that um, that jump from being a songwriter, being behind the scenes, mm-hmm. to and something you was extremely successful in and still do. I'm assuming you still do songwriting as well for Definitely. other artists as well. Definitely. 
it takes usually it's the other way around the mm-hmm. jump that you've done it usually be the other way around usually someone who's in the spotlight front man artist who may then go on to songwriting mm-hmm. what made you do it that way around what was it that that prompted you to go from i'm gonna write your songs to i'm gonna actually go and perform the songs well i started off actually on the artist side i started off um doing multiple singing groups, boy bands, R&B groups. You know, I was signed to every label from Interscope to Capitol to Epic Records, um, you know, toured with Ashanti, did, did all kind of different things with my in my groups. But, you know, at the end of the day, we weren't never jailed the way we needed to be on a consistent basis. You know, like say, for example, we need to be at rehearsal. Everyone needs to be on time. We need to have a meeting. We need to go to the studio. It was just too many different minds and too many different personalities and characters trying to merge. So finally, I got to the point where I was like, chill, no more groups. I need to just kind of be on my own. But I don't think I was necessarily ready yet to step out on my own because I was so used to being on stage, looking to my left, seeing my brother, looking to the right, seeing my brother, Mm. you know? So as I was, you know, transitioning, I wanted to do something that, you know, was a little bit easier of a transition. So when I started the songwriting, that's something that I had already loved to do. So, you know, that kind of took off and then slowly but surely, you know, I kind of got back into the artistry, which was my original passion. A lot of people have a battle, especially in the music industry Mm -hmm. um, between ego and purpose for you to be able to pursue just what is your purpose and forget your ego or to get sucked into the ego and forget the purpose mm-hmm. when you made that transformation from i'm now going to be the person at the front how mm-hmm. did you or did you face any challenges with the ego of it now becoming it's now about me i'm mm-hmm. now the guy Nah, not at all you know from working with all of the different artists that i work with as far as on the songwriting tip you know, I was able to take from them things that I loved and I said, okay, I want to do more of that. That mm-hmm. I like how they did that or things that I hated. Like, ooh, I didn't like how he treated that person. I didn't like how he carelessly was three hours late to mm-hmm. the session and I'm the songwriter and I have to wait for him to get here. I'm not going to leave because I got to chill because that's my bread. That's my check. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think me being on the back end and being behind the scenes has caused me to respect, you know, everyone that's involved in the party, everybody that's involved in the project. So I respect everyone's time and, you know, I approach it in a totally different manner then you know it's, it's definitely never from an egotistical standpoint yeah what what would you say are the main things that keep you motivated because when i look at you as an artist mm-hmm. it's quite evident that you've been very persistent mm-hmm. especially being in the game at the age you're at i know the game's getting younger and younger mm-hmm. and younger mm-hmm. every day so you've had a lot of persistence a lot of resilience and i'm assuming a lot of obstacles that you've had to overcome mm-hmm. what was it that kept you motivated and how did you stay motivated i think it's just the burning desire to live in the studio Mm. that's it you know I don't want to do anything else Mm. I just want to go to the studio (laughs) Mm. all the time so my catalog and my iTunes is 10 times better than things that people have heard you You saw that last night (laughs) yeah so I got time you know I'm like I'm not in a rush luckily Mm. the writing has set me up to where I'm not a starving artist out here hoping to get it booked for a show or hoping to get booked for a club or anything like that because the writing has set it up. Like yeah. we, we did it in a way where now I have leverage and now, you know, I can just make decisions from a more um, calculated and strategic standpoint rather than just like, we gotta do this, we gotta do this. Like everything is just, we take our time. You know what I mean? I got so many songs, it's like, 
I don't know. I'm just motivated to go to the studio because I want to get better. You know, I want to be bigger. I want to, you know, get as big as I possibly can without just compromising the character. How do you deal with, I'm, I'm assuming it's fair to say everyone has an unmotivated day, a day where it's kind of like, mm-hmm. bruh, like, this is long. What's Especially, that? As how, far do, as how do you deal with those days? As far as creating, or what do you mean by yeah, long days? Just I, as far as the, the scheduling from artistry? More or? so as far as creating. So more so in, in regards to staying focused on your... Because I'm assuming like anyone who's who's chasing their dream, there's going to be times where you may think that should have happened quicker, it should have mm, been bigger, mm-hmm, I deserve mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. I deserve that. Yeah. And it can become a little bit negative in your head to keep yeah. going when you hear these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. Okay, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I, I definitely feel like there's certain things that I deserve just mm. because I know, like, the songs are good. Mm. You feel me? I know how to sing good. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. not even like, oh, I'm just this good, big cocky guy. But it's just like, I just know that God's timing and the and the the patience together, you know, is going to make the effect be a bigger explosion when everything finally happens because I'm able to build. I'm able to build a fan base. I'm able to build a core following that's going to support it. And I feel like if I was just to get it quick, mm. you know, if I was just to be, you know, designer and have Panda, you mm. know, it would be like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah, As opposed yeah. to enjoying my journey, my slowly but surely journey. You know, it's like, it's happening. I see it happening. You know, I came to London maybe four months ago and I did the Jazz Cafe, sold it out, it was crazy. And then last night we did um, the Electric Ballroom, Mm -hmm. sold it out and it was like triple the size. So, you know, I believe I'm gonna come back in another six months and we'll do another venue, quadruple the size, you know? So I'm just, you know, excited to see the growth and have a front row seat to my journey. That that was a gem, on, on Grow Daily we call that a gem, what you just said about enjoying the journey. I think, especially coming from an entrepreneurial background, mm-hmm. that is the most, in my opinion, one of the most crucial parts. A lot of people focus on the destination, but it is the journey. Exactly. You mentioned having a religious aspect towards it. Are you quite a religious person? Yeah, definitely, I, I grew up How How important church. would you say that's been to towards your success? Man, I think it's been, you know, really important, you know, everything that, you know, I've been taught, everything that I've learned and, you know, the different values um, that I think Christianity, you know, teaches with the Bible, you know, some things it's like you can't really take it like word for word, Mm -hmm. you know, some things it's like. I like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've gotten to the point now, I used to be just completely gullible to this everything, you know what mm. I mean, that they would tell me because, you know, when you're a baby and you're taught these things, you don't know, you're born into it, you know? Mm. And, you know, a lot of times people either abandon it once they, you know what I mean, get mm. a little older or they just still are just completely gung-ho. But I feel like I got a good balance of reality and teachings that, you know, religious ha- religion has taught me. Have you always had that mindset? Have you always, did you grow up with the mindset of I can be anything I want to be or was that something you developed? Um, You know, my parents were definitely um, very supportive in everything that I did. You know, like I I only really wanted to play football. So they was at every game, they was at every practice, they was at everything. You know, my dad was crazy supportive. He would leave work early just to come to my practice. So, you know, I ran track, I played basketball and then, you know, once I started the music, they were still just behind me, you know, so I, I always felt like whatever I want to do, you know, I can make it happen if I just put my mind to it and really the cliche, like, yeah. if you believe you can achieve, like, I think it's real if you really put your mind to it. 
What would you say your goal is now with mm-hmm. what you've achieved so far? What would you say your goal is now? Whether it be short term, yeah. yeah, yeah, whether yeah. it be long term. Nah, the, just, just consistency goal? and persistency mm. at the same time. Mm. You know, as long as I can continue to put out great music, as long as I can continue to be able to, you know, be accountable to the different things that I, you know, just practice what I preach, basically. Mm. I'll be good. The songs are getting better and better. The, the stage presence is getting better and better. The fan base is getting bigger and stronger. So I think just being consistent and being persistent and never getting to the point where I change it and I'm like, ah, I'm in a rush. I want mm-hmm. it right now. There's this mm-hmm. opportunity. We should take it. I know it's a little bit out of my character. I know it's a little bit out of my judge, you know, like how, who I normally mm-hmm. am. But let's just take it because it could potentially get me here. I feel like it will completely disband in everything that we worked on, mm-hmm. you know, just because you know what's for me is gonna be for me. You know the. So different you're really playing the long, the long term game. For sure. Yeah. Longevity is. Yeah. The legacy yeah. rather than than the short term. Yeah. Short term. Yeah. Game. There's been several opportunities. You know that I've just passed on. It's just like that's a great opportunity, but just not for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to be able to do that self discipline. Yeah. A lot. I know you've had a little one recently. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. Thank you, bro. Um, how how has that shifted everything now for you? I'm assuming that's a big part of your motivation. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's a big part of your focus as well yeah. and why you want to be back in LA and yeah exactly I want to know man you know it's been it's been good because I know what I'm doing it for now you know mm. I feel like when you're a bachelor you know when you're a single <laughs> uh you know party just out here getting it you know what mm. I mean like I'm grinding you're grinding but you're grinding for your potential future you know, mm. like, okay, I, I know, like, one day I'm going to get married, mm. one day I'm going to have a family, and I want to make sure that I'm able to provide for my family. But knowing that's there, this is Eli. Yeah. yeah. What's up? <laughs> this is Maya. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They depend on me. You know what I mean? They love me. They're, I'm, I'm the provider for them. It's like a direct, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're like maybe, you know, by yourself and you're, mm. you know, paying for your bills and everything like that. It's like, okay, cool, I know what I have to budget, I know what I have, you know, to, to spend, I know what I have to pay for, but now it's such a larger scale, you know, I'm like, okay, I have to make sure he's good. You know, I have to make sure that we're good because, you know, I wanna live in a comfortable environment and I wanna stay in different hotels and I wanna drive mm. certain cars and I wanna do certain things. So therefore, if I wanna still stunt and take care of it, <laughs> like, I gotta go crazy, you know, I can't really take no days off. Yeah. You know what I mean? They said today is a day off, but guess what? We do multiple <laughs> interviews. And that's just how it is. You know, I feel like when, you know, you want something, you know, whatever it is, you have to do it even if you don't feel like it at all times. You know, there's always somebody that's going to be working harder than you. And I like to be that guy working harder than everyone else. Yeah, every 100. Mm-hmm. You, um, you, there's a song that you did yesterday and it's the first time I'd heard the song and Treat Yourself. Yeah. Treat Yourself. Mm-hmm. And... That's my kind of tune because it's like I'm all for one thing that, I, that we push a lot with Grow Daily is personal development is going to get you to where you want to get to. It will help you to obviously have more of a vision for your life and that mm-hmm. will therefore equate to hitting your goals. But I also think that spiritual quote unquote people can often um, become so spiritual that they don't think about materialistic stuff. And I think yeah. materialistic people can become the opposite. Yeah. It's about the balance. For sure. And hearing that song was kind of like, yeah, sometimes you've got to... What what, to, what inspired that song? I think it was just, you know... Other than flex. And yeah, flex I, and I definitely don't really flex mm, too much. Yeah. I just kind of chill. Like, I'm <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, because 
I've been doing it for a long time, you know mm. what I mean? But it's been all behind the scenes. Mm. And when I do music, a lot of the music has just been about women, whether, you know, I was doing the songs about being in a club or whether I was doing the songs about being in love. Mm. You know, it was always just those type of songs, you know, but I feel like I've done so many different things. You know, now I'm to the point where I need to start doing other things. If I want different results, I have to, you know, do different actions. Mm. So it's like, all right, cool. With term with term t term one coming out and you know that one you know being cool as far as like hip hop R and B you know I felt like on term two I can just kind of open up and just mm. experiment a little bit you mm. know and treat yourself was definitely like a braggadocious song and it was just you know letting it be known like yo if mm. you work hard you know we 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 dwell on negativity a lot you know but. You know, at the same time, you still deserve to treat yourself. You know, you deserve to smile. You deserve to, you know, get the things you want. And, you know, I'm big on, like, vision boards and mm. different things like that all the time. Every New Year's, me and Neiman is like, you got your vision board? You got your vision board? And each year, I look at the different things. I'm like, oh, I see you put a yacht on there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or whatever it is. But it's like... Each time I see us knocking down the things, yeah. you know what I mean? Like from dream cars to Rolexes, whatever it is, it's like, wow. You know, like it might not be like because I put it on there, yeah. I got it. But it's like, it's, it's depends a, how you want to see it. Yeah, it's, it's like you put it there, the power of the mind. Because yeah. you see it enough times mm. when you wake up or wherever you so put conscious. it, you're like, I got to go get that. Yeah. I yeah, have yeah, to go definitely. get that, you know? What, 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 what's the, <clears throat> give me something from your vision board that's been a big one that you've achieved. Something yeah. flex. I want you to flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, maybe like Billboard. Okay. Like okay. number one songs okay. or like yeah. different things and, you know, yeah. um, Grammys, mm. you know, I put a I put a wedding ring on one, you know, one year. And it's a specific ring and you got the same ring? Not the same ring, just okay. a ring just in a general, ring general, yeah. Okay. And, um, man, car, Rolex, literally like everything you could think of. Are you big like, on setting goals? Would you say you're big on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't set a goal. And how do you go about we'll it? Is there sort of a strategy that you follow to hit your goals or is it just literally that's what Yeah, nah. I think um, you know, as far as attaining the goals, like for sure I concentrate on music. Yeah. You know, I really concentrate on making the best song possible. Mm. I concentrate on getting the right beats. I concentrate on the, the progression of my sound more so. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with having Neiman, Neiman is like my manager, is my best friend. We grew up together since like seventh grade. And his his business sense is, is a lot more advanced than most, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So the combination of me focusing on my lane and letting him focus on his lane and then him, you know, making sure to teach me as well along mm -hmm. the way the different things and to, you know, be business minded. It's like I'm very smart with my decisions and I'm very calculated, like, all right, cool. Is it? Can I do that yet? Or, mm. you know what I mean? So with everything, it's always a goal. Like, yo, I want to do this. Like yesterday, I told him, like, hey, next year for my birthday, I want to go to Bora Bora. I want to go to the Maldives. Mm. I want to stay in one of those little huts that sits mm. on top of the water. I don't know what we got to do, but let's do it. Mm. I guarantee March 28th, you'll see pictures. I love that. I love <laughs> yeah. that. You definitely seem like you're in a space of um, where you seem a lot more relaxed towards things and just knowing that what's going to be for you is going to be for you anyway. Exactly. With I your, I, I find, especially when doing any any sense of research on you something that is always coming up and is dominant in your life is obviously your relationship your marriage mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing thanks how how much would you say that that has taken focus and, and how do you find it having and this is a, a, something that i would love to see your opinion on i mean recently ti put out a statement about his relationship 
and basically saying, uh, did you have you seen what he said? Mm-hmm. He's basically saying, you know, he's going through a lot of politics with um, his missus and whatnot, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying that he finds that there's some things in life that will distract you, and there's some things that will help you, and he's referring to marriage as one that will distract him. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he's in his feelings, and that's that's quite a present thing. Right. But what's your views on that? And being an entrepreneur, a go getter, someone who's chasing their dreams, but at the same time has a family and is in is married as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for me, it helps. You know, when I was single, I was going crazy. You yeah. feel me? Like <laughs> I got it all out. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I. I feel like, you know, I was meeting new people and I was just hanging and it's I'm in LA. So it's like you gotta go crazy. You're like, okay, cool, I'm gonna go we're gonna go to dinner, <laughs> we're gonna hit this, we're gonna do that, you know what I'm saying? And it's like if you're doing it with multiple people, yeah. you gotta go crazy every time. You know what I mean? LA is like that. LA, LA is, is like nonstop. Yeah. And then if it's not your girl really, yeah. you know what I'm saying, you going out, you you chilling maybe with somebody else and then you see them with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, man, hey, man, I'm still, I still got hair the same Yeah, it's real small, and you know, I'm, I'm a real R&B singer. I'm a real <laughs> romantic. I wear my heart on my sleeve, so I was getting my feelings hurt. Like, wait, what you doing over there, dude? You know, it's like, oh, are we together? Nah, have fun. Come over here too. So I really can't even blame you, but yeah. you know, I think the combination of me trying to focus on music and trying to focus on making sure that you know I have this social life that's popping and I'm out here and I'm doing the things that I want to do with whoever I want to do it, that was the more distracting to me than having one person, than having one person at home who was just waiting for me to get home, cooking the dinner, Mm. cooking food, keeping the house clean, folding up the clothes. (laughs) Why wouldn't I do anything other than that? Especially when she looks the way she looks. Like, Mm. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm chilling, you know? I'm happy I've been... You know, I ain't heard for like 13 years or something Vision like that. Goals, yeah. yeah, so it was like, all right, cool. I got her. We good. And I, I'm cool to just chill. You know, she, she, you know, prays for me. She strengthens mm-hmm. me. She encourages me. I'm out here like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, relax. Enjoy it. You know, you're living your dream. Go out there and kill it tonight. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different, and I definitely feel like relationships all depend on your partner and who you're with, and if it's right. Because if it's not the right person, then your life is miserable. You know, I've been with the wrong person trying to make it work, believing we can do it, fighting for the relationship. But it's like, if it's not the one, it's just not the one. But when it is the one, everything will be smooth. And you feel like you just know as well. You just know. Yeah. I knew. I knew immediately. I knew. Like, then the first night we hung out, I was like, yep, this is going crazy. And then within, like, a year, I think we was already married. We asked everyone on our platform what their sort of day-to-day rituals are that sort of go towards them growing as a person. So not mm-hmm. just the fact that you brush your teeth, but if there is something that goes towards it, then maybe so. What would you say the things are that you do on a daily basis that, always focus towards the goal, the vision, and just being positive and happy within your day-to-day life? Mm-hmm. Let's say if we said three things, for example. Yeah, um, I don't have a ritual. I don't feel like okay. with nothing. Everything is like, what, what are we doing today? Okay. You know, but I yeah. definitely um, pedal to the floor every day. You know, my work ethic is consistent. You know, mm-hmm. my desire to grow is always crazy. You know, I want to, I really want to be the best not 
in a sense of I'm better than you. I want to be my best. You know, I want to yeah. be, you know, an example. I want to be something that people can look at and be proud of. Like, wow, man, I really, I like how he's doing that. I like his whole movement. I like this about him. Not just one thing, like, oh, he makes great music. Like, nah, he makes great music. He's a stand-up guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He dresses well. He's clean. He's mm -hmm. smooth. Everything about him, he's cool. I like his family. He praises his wife. He loves his son. He's a great dad. He's a father mm. and a dad. You know what I'm saying? Well, He's in the gym. Yeah. He has abs. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're definitely meant to be on this platform, Come bro. On, this fam. is what we promote <laughs> all around. Like we, okay. We're very big on, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we find, especially in London, there's a big culture on, okay, mm -hmm. if I've got the money, I've won. Or if I've got the car, I've won. And there's not a big focus on being an all-round person. So we're very big on promoting the health aspect of life as well. Mm -hmm. Also reading. Is that something that you... Are you someone who reads? Or I reading? read. I more so read like daily, you know, like January 21st. There's the page that okay. I read. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'd be for sure trying to get into the books, but it's not competing with songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making songs. But I definitely be trying, you know what I'm saying, more. But... I don't be forcing it, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's gonna come, you know. I'm yeah. still, I'm still learning myself at the same time. And right now, the book thing isn't. I've written more um, as far as towards my own books than okay. than read. What what sort of books have you got in mind? Oh man, just my story. Mm. Um, um, transitioning from behind the scenes to the spotlight. You know, that's that's a real tough one. You know. Um, you know, in this day and age, whatever people are introduced to you as, whatever they meet you as, whatever they see you first as, it's really tough for them to think outside of that and see mm -hmm. you as something else. You know, and for me, people, no matter what, I, I, I more so think, though, in within the music business, you know, yeah. my peers yeah. as far as artists, um, different songwriters, different producers, A&Rs, They're labels, the ones who find it hard to... They're the ones, yeah. I feel like, that see me more so as the songwriter because yeah. you know i mean they, i've been with them for the past you know yeah. however many years but the people that meet me as eric bellinger the artist first they definitely you know just like okay he's, i love his music yeah. i love him as an artist you know but i'm never around them yeah you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. i think you know having people that i you know look up to you know, they look at me, they, they, they still, you know, might sing a songwriter, you know, until they come to a show. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that this yeah. was going on. You couldn't know because the only time you remember me was in the studio at 4 a.m. when I had some sweatpants on, <laughs> when I was tired and we were asleep and I had on a dirty shirt, you know what yeah. I mean? And I was eating some whatever, maybe some Denny's, you know what I mean? It's hard <laughs> to see that same person in your mind and then see the, me post an artwork and support it and repost it like that kid's a superstar. Yeah. Because you remember the songwriter at the studio at four in the morning, you know? What would you say you prefer? Being the songwriter or being the singer? Nothing compares to being on that stage. I'm someone that, I grew up playing football, you know, mm. so, you know, my favorite moment was scoring a touchdown and the cheerleaders running down to the end zone, the band going crazy, them screaming my name, Ballinger, touchdown. So you like the lights. Yeah, the lights. I like that. Like, you know like what I mean? Yeah, I like, like that. So, so, so to me, being on stage mm. is the closest thing comparable to scoring a touchdown. And what, what would you say to someone who was, because I find that the new generation, they 
everyone wants to be the front man. Mm-hmm. What would you say that would motivate someone to not wanting to be the front man and give them sense of encouragement to actually yeah. realize you can have a great career as you've had yeah. without being in front of the camera, mm-hmm. without being on the stage? Man, I would just, you know, tell people to, you know, do the homework a little bit because there are so many more jobs that are just as impactful and important as the person on stage. Mm. You know, like, yeah, I can go on stage, but if I don't have a DJ that's going to play my music, then I don't have a show. If Mm. I don't have dancers, if I don't have maybe a stylist, if I don't have, you know, a producer making the beats, Mm. then there is no person to be in the spotlight you know so all of these different things are important and I've worn every hat from manager of different artists of different you know different creative producer songwriters um, you know creative director over my projects or you know whatever it may be writer engineer I really really do everything you know so you know to be able to have knowledge in every area I think is you know it's, it's, it's key so you know, being behind the scenes, when you see, for example, I go to a Chris Brown concert and I mm-hmm. see him performing the songs. I was going to say, like, how do you, I was actually going to ask you that, like, mm-hmm. how do you feel, do you care? If I was to sit here and listen to a song and I say, oh my God, I didn't know that was you. Like, for example, right mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. Um, Justin Bieber and Drake, mm-hmm. I love that song. I never knew you wrote it. Would mm-hmm. you care? Would that be something that would even dent your ego? Would you yeah, because really? that's a, ta- that's a, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. So you want you so you yeah. are one of the people that you want someone. Yeah, to like, I mean, because for, for the longest, I, that's all I was doing. Okay. You know, I was songwriting. I was still putting out mixtapes here and there, but I yeah. wasn't putting no energy into the artistry like I am now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was focusing more like if someone says, "Yo, we got a studio session, and whoever such and such is going to be there, and we need you to come right." I was there, yeah. you know, like no yeah. problem. That was what was my main focus. You know, I had come to London three or four times before I came to perform. You know, mm. I came out here to write, and that's how I kind of got cool with all the UK artists like yeah. Chipmunk and JLS yeah. and Luik and Angel. Like, all these guys are really my friends. So for them to come to the show last night and see me in that element, you know, it was a, it was a good feeling because they saw, you know, the beginning you can tell you can tell there was authentic relationships with with songwriter and ghostwriter what is the technical difference because i'm assuming yeah. a ghostwriter doesn't care if you know a ghostwriter i feel is more so in rap because okay. as an mc you know you're expected to come up with your bars yeah you know that's why i think you know drake was getting yeah. so much you know what i mean mm. of the hecklers and the haters or whatever you want to call it but you know in r&b motown music you know what i mean cool. like it's different the yeah. artist you know the voice is the talent yeah so if you're able to sing that's a talent you know but if you're rapping you should be coming up with the bars yeah. so you know i feel like mcs get it a little bit more as far as the ghostwriting thing because they don't want nobody to know yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah, but yeah, i've never done a ghostwriting situation okay. you know i've always been a very <laughs> <laughs> a very present I'm he wrote really, that song I'm you know really, yeah you've got a forthcoming project which yeah. goes by the name of new one or the most the le- new recent one. new one that's our that's not out that's not out Okay, Cannabis, you're talking yeah. about Cannabis? Yeah, Cannabis on 420. I wanted you to say it Yes. Yeah. I want to get to the root of that. Okay. Where did that title come from? Because for me, looking at you as an artist, I don't associate you with that mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, and I think that's 
that's like another part of like earlier when we talked about treat yourself when I was like I gotta try some other things because I want to reach different audiences mm. you know so when I did turn one like I said with more of the hip-hop like my check and go and you know snapping and trapping all those songs was trying to broaden my fan base and reach more of a hip-hop crowd mm. you know so now because I'm known for R&B people know I, I sing R&B but I rap I do everything so I was like let me just do a couple songs regardless of what the people might say because there might be some R&B fans of mine that are like what is this we don't mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. and there was but at the same time I gained so many more new fans that were more rap hip-hop culture fans that I was able to you know spread the fan base in that sense and now I feel like with the weed it's like it's definitely something that is a whole nother Especially mm, where you are, especially in LA. Yeah, so I, I do like, want to get into that. So, mm -hmm. so are you an advocate for it? Are you saying, yeah, look? Yeah, no, 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 for sure. I, I, you know, and it's, and it's interesting because I just started smoking. I didn't smoke my whole life until like a year and a half ago. So, you know, yeah, my studio, anytime I had a studio, people come in my studio, you're not allowed to smoke. Yeah. You're not allowed to do none of that. And everybody, when you get to the studio, you smoke. Mm. Now I know. But back then, I was like, yo, get this, get that out of here <laughs> because I'm not trying to have your dirty ash everywhere <laughs> on the floor. I'm not trying to have your tobacco that you rolled out of your swisher on the yeah. table. And it was just nasty. It was just dirty. So I was like, get that out of here. But now it's like, it's the opposite. So what? <laughs> I think this is interesting for me for personal reasons that we'll speak about off camera but the reason why I think it's interesting for people to know is what at this age mm -hmm. prompted that because I yeah. know that you come especially in LA yeah. the way that they see that industry is not as negative and tarnished as it is here if you say that here yeah. people will look at you like well, you crazy yeah, well, yeah no nah, LA that's you know that's the home of the you know what I mean the weed the home of the, all that so you know it just got legal so everybody's really going crazy and mm. you know i just wanted to make music that was some mute like when you listen you know what i'm saying and when you're smoking it's a just a different vibe that mm. i'm new to you know what i mean so for me you know i just started making these songs and it was like Let's put these out. <laughs> it didn't start off as a project. It started off as one song. Yeah. And then it started I, off as two. And then it was three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then it was like, let's put it out on 420. And then it just became a reality to where 420 is next week. So so how do you feel about the fact that you may become the people within that community are going to see you as now one of them? Are you are you called to take that and run with that? Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's, like I said, it's a whole nother market and it's a whole mm. nother um area that you know i just want to open up to you know what i mean i want to get some more fans like let's okay let's go grab the weed fans okay mm. let's go grab the hip-hop fans let's go grab, grab the r&b fans like you know what i mean let's go to london i think it's all the territory just because like for example london germany and all the cities i'm hitting for the tour is a territorial um mark that i'm trying to you know what i mean lay my voice on lay my sound on it's the same thing you know, for the weed community, it's still a community, but it's more, it's a global community rather than just one section, one area. And what's your views on the legalization of it globally? I think it's, I think it's good, man. I, 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 I grew up not smoking weed, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I grew yeah. up like, weed is forbidden. I grew yeah. up in church, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it was something that even when I just started smoking, I was hiding. You know, I wasn't taking pictures smoking, you know, I wasn't posting anything that has to do with weed, you know, but I feel like I'm to the point now where 
I've done everything that I could do as mm -hmm. far as like me presenting myself to the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm just open to trying different things. You know, I remember like, oh, okay, I'm never gonna dye my hair. My hair is blonde now, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just, I think you get to a point maybe when you've achieved these goals and you've done these things. And you know, as long as it's something that's not really compromising and you know what I mean, too crazy, I'm always for it, you know? and. The wee thing is like, yo, I can't keep hiding that. I got to give people more reason to have an opinion about me when I really didn't want anyone to have an opinion about me it. unless it was just a good one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I only put out the things that were like, okay, cool. I work hard and I, gra I make great music and everything is polished and everything is clean yeah. and everything. But it's like with that, nobody's perfect. So it's hard for people to relate. So I'm like... All right, I got to start opening up a little bit more and letting people more into my personal life. And mm. the fact that I smoke so much every day, it's <laughs> like they can't not know that. If they want to know me, if I wanted them to get to know me and I want yeah. them to love me, I got to be open to them loving me or hating me, you know? And How you are, and that's just it. Yeah, but I've always been like, I've always been very protective over myself. And now I'm just like... Slowly but surely, it's only like it's only a weed product. You know what I mean? It's not something yeah. that like I right, put out this sex thing. You know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm not going crazy, but I'm just like I can't hide things. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's I can, but it's like doesn't feel natural to you. Doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel natural. Yeah. It doesn't feel natural. Let's see if I see a camera in the club and I'm smoking, I'm like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nah, I'm gonna live my life, and either you're gonna hate it or you're gonna love it, and that's like maybe the newest um, character trait that I've picked up. I you know, but tell, I think yeah. that's. I think that's a lot, me being a lot more comfortable in my skin yeah. and me being a lot more confident in who I am and not caring about what somebody else has to say because in real life it's lit. What got you to that place? Was there something that happened that made that click for you or was it just... No, I think it was just natural progression, natural growth. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Spiritual, mentally, um, financially, everything. I'm just like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care about what people think, you know, at all but I really used to I really used to be like I said wear my heart on my sleeve so you know what I mean in my feelings if somebody says something bad about it like oh he's whack his music is whack yeah. I'll be like ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it yeah. really used to bother me but now I'm like I'm not whack fam let's be real you know what I'm saying like but it's cool that you think that yeah it's yeah, cool yeah, that yeah, you yeah. think that yeah like what do you think is good yeah oh well wow. that explains it yeah exactly I'm way more just confident, you know what I mean? I'm a man now. It's, it's, it's a yeah. big difference. Listen, bro, it's been a pleasure having this conversation with you. Um, we you. definitely wish you all the best for everything you've got coming out. I'm definitely going to be following that campaign that we just spoke on. Mm -hmm. But um, no, honestly, it's, it's, it's always nice to get behind the things that we see. At the end of the day, whether it be social media, whether it be the music, as much as it is pure to you, mm -hmm. it's never going to be like a conversation with you and really understanding and picking your brain. So yeah. I do hope when you're next back in London, we can definitely do this. We're mm -hmm. going to be in LA over the next year as well. So okay. we can even potentially catch up there. Definitely. But pleasure having you on the platform, bro. Thank I wish you. you all the best. Thank you.